Hello and welcome to Movies and Podcorn, a podcast where we talk about movies with our friends. Here at Movies and Podcorn, we are part of The Circuitverse. Uh, you can check out our website, thecircuitverse.com, where we cover everything from sports to pop culture to politics. We also have numerous YouTube channels, uh, the Olympic Circuit Podcast. We have a few videos up on there, and you can uh, look up Joel Bond, a key member of The Circuit. Uh, he has cover music on there you should check out. It's really awesome. And this is our inaugural episode of Movies and Podcorn. Uh, my name is Adam. I am the founder of The Circuit, and I am joined by my co-host here at Movies and Podcorn. Joey. Another key member of The Circuit. And for this first episode of Movies and Podcorn, what movie are we talking about today, Joey? We are talking about Toy Story. Toy Story, the 1995 animated film from Pixar. So the first segment we have here at Movies and Podcorn is Taste Buds, where we give our initial thoughts on the film. Joey, what are your taste buds for Toy Story? Well, Adam, I've been watching Toy Story for many years. Um, it was one of the first Pixar movies that I got into, and it was the first uh, Pixar movie that I had on DVD when I was a kid. And I watched the movie so much that I broke the little TV that I used to watch <laughs> it on. Parents must have loved it. They did not. <laughs> um, so yeah, it was it was just really cool because it was different. Um, you know, Toy Story, the, obviously the toys come to life. Uh, they are sentient beings. Yep. And they, you know, they wake up whenever Andy leaves. And I thought that was just something, you know, very interesting. It was new. It was new. Yes. You know, you get all these all these movies about princesses and, you know, mm. the hierarchy and stuff like that. And <laughs> yeah. th this is just something different. And I, I think that's why I really, it, you know, it clicked with me. Um, so I think, you know, it's a great movie and just a childhood classic for me. Yeah, I really love this film. It's one of my favorite movies ever. Um, it came out right around when I was born. So I kind of grew up with these films. Um, it was so inventive, so imaginative. This pick, uh, kicked off Pixar Studios. Uh, this is the first movie they made. And the first time watching those toys come to life is just, you can't explain it. It's just magical. That moment when Woody sits up. Um, I really love this film. And I think we're going to have a lot of glowing things to say about it. Um, so that kind of wraps up our initial thoughts, our taste buds for Toy Story. Now we're going to get into our second segment called Kernels and Buckets. So everything here at the Movies and Podcorn podcast is based on popcorn. So popcorn kernels are where we talk about individual characters, and buckets of popcorn are where we talk about scenes. So let's talk about some of our favorite characters in this film. Why don't you kick us off? All right. So the first one I have is a little cliche. Um, I chose Woody. Um, which, I mean, I feel like a lot of people would have a lot of things to say about Woody, but, you know, he's kind of the main character. Um, he's a leader, uh, naturally. Mm -hmm. You can, this, this is something we figure out very quickly as the show, or as the movie progresses. Um, and he's, he's very colorful. You know, he speaks, you know, everything he says, it's just something, something new and it's funny. It's, it's everything he says is funny. Um, you know, you know, and, and it, and it really becomes, uh, known whenever, you know, Buzz comes into the show or the movie and we, we see Woody get frustrated with Buzz becoming kind of the new leader, the unspoken leader of the group. Um, you know, he, his, his language, his language becomes very apparent. He's very frustrated. And yeah. it's just, just some of the things he says really get to me in this movie. They're very funny. It just, it's yeah. a, he's a very comical character. Um, yeah. So I think, I think that's a good, that's a mm. good start off character to like. Yeah. He's, he's one of my favorites for sure. I love Woody. He's so funny. So much of his uh, nonverbal cues are funny. Uh, he makes a lot of faces, a lot of laughs you know, that are uh, 
body gets, language. He gets very flustered. His body language is very funny. And I'm a, you know, we both love The Office. It's probably our favorite show. And I would say 50% of the comedy minimum of The Office is is like nonverbal. It's yeah. the looks they give. Agreed. It's the it's the Michael falling in the koi pond. You know, it's it's the yeah. physical humor. And Woody has it in spades in this film. So I, I also had him on my kernels. I, I love Woody. Uh, what about a second character for you? Uh, so the second character I had was Rex. Um, mm. Because, and, and like Adam said, we're both fans of The Office. And I compare a lot of these characters to members of that show. But I, I find Rex to be kind of the Kevin of The Office. Uh, he's very, mm. you know, he's a big dinosaur. He He's very clumsy. He knocks a lot of things over with his huge tail. Yes, he does. Um, and and the, thing, the thing that I have highlighted for him is... He's very funny, and he has a nervous presence in the show. Uh, every 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 time he's in in the show, whatever scene it is, he's always you can see him acting nervous. Uh, we see in the first movie where uh, it's Andy's birthday, he's worried about him getting a new dinosaur toy, and he doesn't. He's worried that he won't be able to deal with it, or he will he'll be the worst dinosaur. And he says that he can't deal with rejection. And then we see another clumsy moment from him whenever he knocks the batteries out of the walkie-talkie during the actual birthday party. Yeah. So, and it, it's just very funny, you know, they all get mad and frustrated with him. Uh, but I find him, you know, to be a key character. He kind of, I, I don't know, he, he just really brings it together for me. He's, you know, there's a little bit of everything in this, this movie. Uh, you know, each character is unique. And I think having him there as a nervous presence, uh, who's also funny is very important. Yeah. I would definitely agree. I love Rex. Uh, He's definitely one of the. Uh, you can kind of break this movie into different tiers of characters. Like clearly, Buddy and Woods. Uh, Buddy and Woods. I did it again. I did that earlier today. Woody and Buzz are clearly the main characters of the film. But then you've got the this kind of the secondary characters like Mr. Potato Head, Rex, Ham, uh, Slink. Right. Like you know, it's kind of like a secondary group of characters. He's definitely in that. And uh, one of my second character that I had is also in that group, Ham. I love Ham. Um, my favorite moment in the entire Toy Story franchise comes in uh, Toy Story 2, which we'll talk about uh, in a couple weeks, um, from Ham. Uh, I just love him. He's so sarcastic. He's John. He's voiced by John Ratzenberger. Mm-hmm. We have a little game, you know, find John Ratzenberger. He's kind of like our Where's Waldo here at Movies and Podcorn. Um, Almost in every Pixar movie. Yeah, yeah. So every every film we're going we're gonna to try and find John Ratzenberger. Easy here, probably his most famous character. Um, yeah, I love Ham. I love the way he waddles. I love the way he talks. He just, he's so authoritative and uh, he's, he's fantastic. Uh, how about your third character? Um, and I, I, for my third character, I also had a Ham written down just because I love his sarcasm. He's very witty. Yep. Uh, he's good comebacks. I love the uh, banter between him and Mrs., uh, Mr. Potato Head. Yep. Uh, very good banter. You know, they're just always kind of crapping on each other, saying things. Mm. Um, and, I, and I find that kind of stuff, you know, very funny. Um, so he's entertaining, you know, he's entertaining in the movie and he's definitely, I think, up there for me in the top three. Yeah. Uh, and to round out my kernels, I have RC. I think, uh, when I was, when I was a younger kid, um, coming out of this movie, you know, everyone's like, Oh, I want a Woody. I want a buzz. Mm -hmm. You know, I I wanted RC. I thought he was the coolest toy in this whole movie. Though just everything about him, his design, I thought was cool. His colors, the way he ripped down that highway it was everything about rc was awesome yeah i I'd, absolutely loved him I'd, I'd have to agree with that and when i was growing up uh i mentioned to you at one point i had a woody and a buzz yep. uh action figure from the movie but i i was kind of the same as you i had both of those and i still wanted rc i thought he was yep. really cool as well and i ended up getting one that was identical to the one in the movie and that thing was my favorite toy for a long time <laughs> i bet um 
yeah, so I, I think that's an excellent character to pick. Did you ride him around like would Woody and Buzz on, on RC? Did you drive him around? I did. Yes. I did, actually, quite a bit. Um, and, it, and it was interesting because he had, he had two seats, and, I, you know, I'd put Woody in the front, Buzz in the back, and fly around. Nice. Very nice. All right, so that wraps up the Colonel's part of Colonel's and Buckets. Now let's get to Buckets. Uh, we're going to kind of bounce around chronologically in the film, uh, but there's one sequence where we have, uh, between the two of us, three scenes right back to back to back. So why don't we start with the first one there that you have of that sequence? Okay, so the first the first scene I had that I, I really was drawn to was uh, the scene where Woody tries to kill Buzz, or I don't know if he meant to kill him or just get rid of him, whatever he needed to do. He wanted to eliminate him. Right, and this and this, and keep and keep in mind at this point in the movie, you know, we we see the montage where Buzz has kind of taken over Andy's life. You know, he's yeah. the favorite toy. Woody doesn't like it. You know, he's been the favorite toy for years. Yeah. Um, and and so we see this buildup of emotion in Woody. And then this is kind of the scene where it starts to boil over. Uh, you know, Andy goes to Pizza Planet and he's got to figure out which toy he wants. Obviously, Woody knows he's going to bring Buzz. So he says, I need to find a way to get rid of him before then. And that's when the emotion kind of boils over a little bit. Uh, he asks the eight ball what the chances are. And the, uh, the eight ball says, don't count on it. Mm-hmm. And Woody just, we see him uh, visibly frustrated and then uses RC in order to push. I think the goal was to push Buzz over the edge. But instead hits the board, and we know the globe uh, spins the the lamp around, and then when Buzz gets up, knocks him out the window. And I like this scene just because we, you know, it's kind of a big turning point in the movie. This is also the scene where we see um, uh, the other characters that are in the room, the other toys. They realize that Woody does not like Buzz because before, keep in mind, he's holding it all back. We can see it on him through the montage, but the other characters mm-hmm. don't really know. And so this yeah. is where we see the other characters are like, oh, you know, you you send Buzz out the window and. You did yeah. it on purpose, and yeah. it's it's just kind of a big turning point in the movie for me. Yeah, that's a good scene. It's fun. It's uh, it's fun to see Woody plot out a murder. <laughs> Always fun. Um, so that leads uh, directly into your second scene, I believe. Correct. Uh, yes. So my next scene is the uh, gas station scene right before uh, Andy goes to Pizza Planet. Yes. Uh, so at this point, you know, Woody has been chosen by Andy to go to Pizza Planet because Buzz is now missing. Yeah. Um, so they go, and then Buzz. Uh, gets himself in the vehicle before you know they leave so he's going and then they get to the gas station and then there's a confrontation we see a confrontation you know both of them start arguing uh and this is where we see them really start to you know hash things out they get in a fight um andy and his mother leave and they get left there so then they yeah they start fighting uh there's there's a big fight buzz punches woody and then woody's hand gets trapped in his helmet and yeah. there's, there's just a lot of, I think that's a very funny scene in a lot of ways because just the way Woody reacts to any sort of confrontation is hilarious. Yeah, um, but yeah, I think that, I think that's a big scene in the movie because they kind of, you know, they kind of go at each other with why they're upset with each other. And I think, you know, yeah. it's a big part of how they become friends in the end is them, you know, they're discussing what, not discussing, you know, fighting about what makes, what's making them upset about each other. So I think it's, I think it's an important scene for that. For sure, yeah, and it feels like the whole movie is kind of building towards that. Like you feel like they need to fight at yeah. some point. They need to fight to sort of become friends, like you mentioned. Um, yep, and that leads right into my first scene, my favorite scene in the in the first movie, uh, the Pizza Planet scene. I was absolutely taken aback by the scene when I the first time I saw it. I loved the visuals of Pizza Planet. I thought it was the coolest looking thing on the planet. It's pretty no, cool. No, no pun intended. Planet. Uh, it's a whole like seven minutes where I'm just locked in to the yeah, film. I'm, fair I'm enough. completely zoned in. We got 
I love the like the race through the restaurant to find Andy, and they find him, and then Buzz sees the claw machine. He thinks it's a rocket ship that's ready to launch, so he goes in it and he meets the aliens, and the little green men are just so priceless. Mm. Between one of us and take me to your leader and. The poor little alien that thinks he's going to a better place, yeah. but really going to Scud's mouth. Um, just everything about it is great. We see Sid be a genius at the claw machine. We see just a brilliant scene, in my opinion. It made me really want to go to Pizza Planet at Disney, and it does live up to the hype. I can say that. I've been there a few times. It's fantastic. i got to take you there someday. I, yeah, I've, I've, it's, on, it's on the bucket list. The best pizza do. on the planet. Pizza Planet. I'll, I'll, I'll keep you accountable to that. Oh, we'll go. Um, when this podcast makes enough money, we'll go. <laughs> Take a trip. Um, so that uh, that's my first scene. Second scene I have, we kind of touched on it a little bit earlier in the podcast, the opening scene where the toys come alive. It's mm-hmm. fantastic. I absolutely love watching Woody sit up and all the toys. Mr. Potato Head put himself back together after Andy's sister completely desecrated him. Uh, seeing Rex knock everything over and slink try to play checkers and I just, I just love when they come to life it's so magical it's so much fun um agreed. agreed and then my third scene that i had was the truck chase at the end i absolutely thoroughly enjoy that scene uh mm-hmm. from you know scud chasing him to <laughs> woody getting thrown off the truck because they think that he's trying to kill rc now too and yeah. then them riding rc and the rocket and the whole thing is just a great chase sequence it is it really is um and and going back to uh, going back to Pizza Planet from there, uh, we see we see Sid uh, win Woody and Buzz, mostly Buzz, but Woody was attached because they were he was trying to save Buzz from the Claw. Yeah. Uh, but as we see, the aliens are like, no, the Claw knows, the Claw knows yeah. best. So Woody and Buzz get picked up in the Claw by uh, Sid. Yeah. And my favorite scene after that is when they get taken back to Sid's house because mm. then we see the difference between. For, for me, it was a moment of realizing how every child is different in how they take care of their toys. You know, we have Andy who takes fairly good care of his toys. You know, he plays a little rough, but you know, he takes care of them. And then you got Sid who just does surgery on every single thing he has, rearranges stuff and double bypass brain transplant. Yeah. With the, uh, with the anatomy fans, you know, that's not a thing. Yeah. And then we see, you know, we, in this scene, we see, you know, Woody get absolutely terrified by the creatures that Sid has created. Uh, And these toys, you know, we find out later are harmless. They don't want to hurt anyone, but you know, in the in the moment, it's 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 just very funny. You see Woody get real scared. Uh, the um, the the creatures come out. One of them turns off his flashlight, and you know, it, it just seems like it's going to be a rough time. But we find out later, as I said, that they they are not aggressive. Um, but I, I thought that was a good scene because it just reminded me as a kid. I used to I used to take good care of my toys when I was a kid, but I'd have friends who took like miserable care of their toys. Everything they had was broken, and it kind of reminded me of Sid. Um, yeah. So I'm I'm glad the movie kind of incorporated that. You know that some kids don't take care of their stuff or don't have any sort of respect for their own things i guess so that, that was a good scene for me yeah he is a menace when it comes to toys True. Yeah. all right so that wraps up our kernels and buckets segment blushes thank you uh and now we're going to move into a couple smaller categories here uh and the classic uh classic dilemma from this film team what are your team buzz who you got i got team buzz Surprise. All right, right off the bat. Here we go. All right, yeah. So uh, I chose Team Buzz. It comes as a surprise, I, I see. Um, and that's because when I was a kid, uh, I was really obsessed with space travel. Okay. And, um, you know, I had I had model rocket ships. I Just a very stereotypical, like, kid. Yeah. Uh, rocket ships. I had models, stuff. I used to have, like, 
me and my dad would buy those rockets that you put together from the model store and you can like fly them oh, nice. uh, with a little fuel fuel pod. So I thought, you know, Buzz Lightyear was just, I was drawn more to him yeah. as someone, uh, I don't know, just as, as, as a watcher, I guess. Um, and out of the two action figures I had, as I mentioned, I had both Woody and Buzz. I think Buzz, Buzz was a cooler toy. Woody was cool, but you know, Buzz had the wings and they retracted and stuff. Yeah. He had the, he had the more catchphrases. He had the blinking laser. I mean, he's yeah. just, I think he was just a cooler toy for my generation. You know, maybe, maybe Woody would have been the cooler toy for, you know, a, a couple older generations, but I, I think, I think Buzz was cooler for me. So I'm team, I'm team Buzz. Are you calling me an older generation, really? I'm like three years older. <laughs> Wasn't specifically meant for you, but. Uh, I can't, you know, I can't argue that Buzz is, Buzz is certainly a cooler toy. There's no, there's no de debating that. Um, they're actually making a Buzz Lightyear movie. I don't know if you knew about this with uh, Captain America himself, Chris Evans, voicing Buzz Lightyear, and it's about the real Buzz Lightyear in the Toy Story universe. That's who, pretty cool. Who the toy is based off of in the movie? I was so, I was not aware. I'm excited about that, but I am Team Woody here. Um, Buzz is certainly cooler, but I'm just kind of drawn to Woody. I think he's a lot funnier, especially in this film. He's more personable. Buzz is kind of a a robotic character in a way. Um, and Woody's a natural-born leader, and I, I have assumed a lot of leadership roles in my life, so I'm kind of more naturally drawn to that uh, style. And, I, yeah, I think he's really funny, and he made me laugh more, and that was kind of why I, I chose Woody. Fair enough. I mean, yeah, I, I'd, I'd agree. Woody does definitely make me laugh more, and I mm. agree Buzz is more robotic, so I understand your point there. I think as the franchise goes on, I'd probably go more Buzz, but this movie, I'm team Woody. Yep, um, makes sense to me. All right, and then another smaller category here. Uh, as I'm sure many of you listeners are aware, the hit sensation Squid Game is taking over the planet uh, from Netflix. So we had to put a category in it because it both cap it captivated both of us as well. Mm -hmm. um, so the Squid Game category is who would win the Squid Game from this film? If we put all the characters into the Squid Game, who do you think would win, Jerry? Um, so I had, uh, yet again, I had Buzz. Win, Interesting choice to win right. this game because I had a, I had a couple reasons for some of the games. So first of all, um, I, I I really analyzed this a little bit more than I should probably. <laughs> but you know the the first game, red light, green light. Yep. Um, you know you got to be able to you got to be able to run fast and stuff. Buzz, we see from the chase scene, he can run very fast. True. Um, much faster than Woody. Much faster than Woody. <laughs> um. So, but unlike unlike character or uh, number three twenty four in the show, he could also I feel like. He's smart enough to realize you have to stop and wouldn't be absolutely stupid with his speed. Mm. So I think he could slow himself down and stop in time. Um, and then the cookie cutting game, obviously, uh, I think he'd be better because a lot of the characters in the show, you know, they have little stub hands and stuff. You know, Mr. Potato had his fingers, Woody has Ooh. fingers, and Buzz has fingers. But you got like Slinky who has like paws, Ham has paws. You know, a lot of characters have like paws or stubs. Yeah. So it's 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 difficult for them. Um, so I'd pick Woody to be or. I'm sorry, Buzz. Woody, I think, could also do well in this game, but mm. with uh, with all the fingers, I think Buzz could cut out the cookie. Um, third game, Tug of War. I think Buzz is pretty strong. Um, I think that's shown throughout not just the first movie, but all the movies. That yep. he's, he's fairly strong. You know, sure. He's somewhere in the middle. Not the strongest, but he's up there. Sure. Um, and then, let's see, the fourth game, Marbles. Buzz is very smart. Um, I think he would pick a good game mm. to play with the Marbles. Um, I think he's probably pretty good at most games. Uh, he, he is intelligent, you know, and that's a game. I feel like I feel like the fourth game that was played, you know, there's a good level of intelligence you have to have to determine which mm -hmm. game to play, something that you're good at. Um, True. And then 
you know, just handling handling the game well. The fifth game, this is interesting. This is the one where they're on the glass tiles, the bridge. Yep. Um, so the thing is, I think, uh, do you remember the character that knew, he knew how to, like, read the glass with the sure. light? Yeah. Well, Buzz has a laser. Buzz does have a laser. And I feel like, I mean, not that he would know the different types of glass, but you could, I feel like there'd be a way to shine the laser light on the tiles to determine, you know, maybe. which one. You know, maybe, maybe, maybe not, but I, I feel like that's a, a strong way to go. Plus he has wings. So, and it's, it's kind of, it's, well, it's, it's difficult to determine, you know, we see him at the end there. He's, he's falling with style pretty well. He's he's Um, falling. He is falling. And then, and then for the final, for the final game, I guess, uh, you got, you know, you got, you got to have strength. Uh, and also he has armor. You know, you think about he's in a space suit. Be very hard to kill him. Fair. But I think overall he's, he's probably the most solid character for these games out of everyone. Uh, in my opinion, of course, I'm open to suggestions, but I think I think he is who I would pick to win. Well, you make a lot of valid points. Um, I will touch on a character that you mentioned that I think would be very useful in one of these games, and that would be Slink. And I'll tell you why. I considered Slink. The gla- I don't, he wouldn't win, I don't think. But on the glass tile game, the other characters could throw Slink onto these tiles, holding his back end, and see which one breaks. That's true. They could do that. Now, the, the game makers would probably kill them all for doing this. But if they didn't interfere, that would be a good use of Slink. So I think it would be apropos of them to save Slink for that game. Agreed. With that being said, I went with Woody for the win. I think he, if he isn't the smartest of these toys, he's up there. He's pretty smart. Agreed. He For red light, green light, he's used to dropping dead on a dime. That's true. That's very Much true. more experience than Buzz. I think he'd be good at that. And we see in this movie time and time again, he is a ruthless, ruthless toy. He tries to kill Buzz more than once. He is, he is, he's okay with killing Buzz Lightyear to get what he wants. True. So I think, especially in the last game, he would have no problem ripping Buzz limb from limb to win this good game. So that, that is why I went with Woody. I could see Buzz for sure. And, um, and you, make some, you make some valid points there. And I, I think, you know, I, th- I, think, I think out of... All the characters, I think it'd be most likely that those two are the last. Yeah. In my opinion. And who wouldn't want to see Buzz and Woody duke it out in the final game of Squid Game? Right. In yeah. The Squid Game. That'd be great. I, th- I think I think it'd be a good showdown, and I think both of us are on the right track uh, for those picks. True. All right. So we're gonna we're gonna break this episode up into two parts. Um, the last thing we're gonna do here in part one is a little trivia. I'm gonna test you and see how well you know Toy Story. Okay. Okay, I have three questions, and mm-hmm. they kind of range in difficulty. So the first question, and you do not know these questions. I have not run these by you. you I'm have, very bad at trivia, so have, let's, see, let's see what you got. You struggle with that part where we find out what you know. Yeah. I was never uh, good in college at taking tests. <laughs> All right, so this first question I think is a layup for you, but I don't know. What toy did Sid, did Sid blow up in the first time we see Sid? Oh. What is the toy he blows up? Oh, it's a combat Carl. It's a combat Carl. There we go. Ding, ding, ding. We need a sound effect for you. Uh, Joey gets the first one right. One for one. It was a combat Carl that he blew up. All right. Question two. Who is Mr. Potato Head's moving buddy? Moving buddy. Okay. Um, I, I'm, draw, I'm drawn to say Ham. I'm drawn to say Ham as his moving buddy. Um, only because I remember... I remember in the first, like when they talked about moving, when Woody was, you know, give, doing a doing a meeting, yep, 
I remember Rex, he said, he said, does everyone have a moving buddy? And Rex said, I, he's like, I don't have one yet. And then Woody <laughs> was like, get one. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm going to, I'm drawn to say that Mr. Potato Head was uh, Ham's moving buddy. Okay. Ham is your final answer. That's my final answer. Okay. That's interesting because you, you just talked about Rex and then you said Ham. Yeah. The answer is Rex. Okay. okay. We see him, we see, uh, we see him pop sure. out of the box in the room, Rex and Mr. Potato Head. And uh, I forget what Rex says, but Mr. Potato, it was something stupid. Mr. Potato Head goes, how did I get stuck with you for a moving buddy? And then they close okay. the box. Makes sense to me. Um, so they're one for two. So now we got to, you got to get this one to, to be over 500. There is a toolbox that Woody is trapped under in Sid's room. Okay. Yeah. What is the Easter egg for the toolbox? Meaning it references something on the toolbox. Do you know what the toolbox references? Uh, I feel like I don't, but we have talked about this. I I explicitly remember us talking about this. I remember us talking at about one it. point. I remember that too. I like I said, the part where we see what <laughs> I know is never good. Um, I don't know. I feel like I feel, I feel like I feel like, so tool toolbox a toolbox. Why do I feel like there was a Dynaco sticker on it? I don't know why. I feel like I feel like I remember there being a Dynaco sticker on it. Um, I know there's a Dynaco gas station. And that's there the is gas, a Dynaco gas station. That is. I remember that was discussed as well. Yep. Um, but on the toolbox, that's. I I feel like I feel like I remember there being a sticker. I could just be thinking of things because I don't know the answer. But I'm gonna say Dynaco. A Dynaco sticker. I'm gonna say you're wrong. Okay. I definitely. Uh, it is tool time. Tool time. On the toolbox. Do you know what tool time is? Tool time. No. It is from Home Improvement with Tim Allen. His his TV show that made is him famous. Really? Uh, that's his show. His show. He's a. He's the star of a show on yep. his TV show Tool Time. Of course, Tim Allen voices Buzz Lightyear, um, so they put that in the movie. Okay, that makes sense so to me. Tool Time is the Easter egg. So I didn't. I didn't even consider that. One for three. Yeah. So, not let's good. see if we can do better next time for uh, the next movie we do. Next time. All right. So, listeners, that is going to do it for part one of Toy Story here on Movies and Podcorn. Make sure to come back and check out part two where we hand out some awards and ask some stupid questions about Toy Story. Thanks for listening and have some popcorn.